In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics, on our generation's classics, our generation's classics, and remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials of the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And we are back. Season three, guys. Season three, baby. So exciting. Welcome to season three. So just a reminder, we are doing things a little bit differently this time around. We are going to focus on our generation's movies. Millennials at our movie house. Yes. Our own house. Yes. Um, so just just a reminder, I feel like I need to say this a million times before the rest of the world catches up. Millennial generation. They I, think that term just means child. Yeah, it's not. The most, a lot of, some millennials are 40 years old now. Yeah. So <laughs> the millennial generation as we are using it is anyone born between the years of 1981 and 1996. So any movies that those kids grew up with we add to the list so which can be broad it can can be broad it still could be an older movie that we still watched as children and it has a special place in our hearts absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely so to start things off we wanted to um begin with a true classic and a movie that we have all seen which is not a big list. It's a list of one. So <laughs> we cross-referenced all these movies. Yes, we did. We, we took some time. Yeah. Uh, so we watched Casper. The, the friendly ghost. Friendliest ghost you know. So can I interrupt real quick? Yes. Did anyone ever watch Casper the cartoon? No. There was a comic mm-hmm. and then there was like 50s cartoons oh, of was Casper. There? Okay. Anyway, I, I, <laughs> I had to call my brother because I'm like, why do I know the theme song to Casper mm-hmm. that's, they do a theme song in this movie that's like the rock and roll version mm-hmm. of it. Right. And I'm like, why do I know the traditional Casper theme song yeah. so well in my head? Yeah. And it's, he's like, it's because we had a VHS tape of one of the... 50s cartoons oh okay and i was and he's describing it and i i was like oh i don't nope mm-mm. good on him for remembering and it. then i went to youtube and googled what i think it was called casper goes to the moon or something like that and all of a sudden these visions came back to me oh, and i was yeah. like oh oh yeah yep this is i definitely grew up watching this yeah. So. I have a couple of those cartoons where, like, you don't really have any actual memory. You have impressions of yeah. them more than yeah. anything else. And so now that you now that YouTube exists, you can go back and watch them, and you're like, yes. oh, my God. It's like, like an out-of-body experience I'm going to show you this picture. And this is one of those, like, heffalump and woozles type situations oh where God, yeah. it minorly scarred you, and you don't remember yeah, it until yeah, you yeah. see a picture of it again. Oh, my God. Right? A little bit... That's not familiar to me at all, but oh, they, right. look like, they look like ants, honestly. Oh, are those the angry trees? Yes. I don't know how I know that. I don't know how I know that. <laughs> it's, it's These angry trees are like the bad guys in one of the Casper cartoons. Oh. Anyway, oh, I'm they- thinking of uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh. I remember this cartoon, but I don't like remember the details. I mean, it was probably on, we watched a lot of older like Looney Tunes not just our generation Looney Tunes, that is but true. like there was a lot of like we took what we could get for Saturday morning cartoons. Exactly. Yeah. So I do remember it, and actually, now that I'm looking at it, of course, this is the the movie 
this is the yeah. picture yeah. where, I mean, the inspiration for what he looks like. Yep. Yeah. Except for, it is, is the, it CGI? It is CGI. And they, um, fun fact, this is what I, I learned about this movie, is I think it was Spielberg. He was one of the he executive, executive producers. producers. Yeah. I think it was him who they had originally made Casper look more like the cartoon slash comic book mm-hmm. figure, but they wanted his eyes looked too dead. They didn't mm. look too like they didn't look That's animated they enough. Blue. They didn't look real, I, real. Yeah. So they gave him more expression, but it did change the iconic look of Casper. I think that's okay, though. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. But yeah. that's you know. Yep. All right. Well, let me give the the facts and figures. Oh, sorry. That's okay. God, Tracy. All right. So Casper, nineteen ninety five, directed by Brad Silberling, written by Sherry Stoner, Deanna Oliver, and based on characters created by Joseph Oriola. Starring Christina Ricci, Bill Pullman, Kathy Moriarty, Eric Idle, uh, Malachi Pearson, Joe Nipote, Joe Alasky, and Brad Garrett. I'm sorry, you forgot one very important person. Who, Devin? Yes. Oh he God. was in two seconds at the very it end. It was a very important millennial it wasn't, moment for me. It wasn't his voice. Well, I will say that- It, it was Malachi's I know. voice. I was I know. actually going to say, I noticed the voice was different. Um- when I think Casper, I associate Christina Ricci and Devin Sawa. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Those are the two that stand out in my head. And even though he's a ghost and it's like a fictional character, I still think it's Devin C- De- Sawa. Sawa, right? Is it Sawa? I think it's Sawa. Sawa. Yeah. I'm thinking of Jojo Siwa. All right. Well, fine. He's in there too, I guess. Yeah. They have a better um, chemistry, chemistry in, now and then. Thank you. Yeah. You knew what I was going to say. Yep. All right. Uh, quick synopsis. Tracy, go. Okay. So this woman. Kerrigan. Kerrigan. So her father died and she's at the reading of his will. And after a whole bunch of animals, she is then left uh, Whipstaff Manor. Is it Whipstaff? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Whipstaff Manor as her, you know. Inheritance. Inheritance. Um, and so she gets this manor. She and her personal assistant her close personal friend i kind of got the sense that he was her lawyer lawyer, but was super lackey-esque yeah so very extremely close friend it was yes (laughs) that's funny that was funny (laughs) there was a lot of things that i like i'm his extremely close daughter (laughs) that goes into like as an adult i'm like picking up on completely different jokes than i did as kids exactly anyway she goes to visit this manor and quickly finds out that it's haunted. So she tries several attempts to, you know, exercise fix the problem. It, fix the problem. Uh, it doesn't work. And then Casper, who is lonely, sees a television show about the Harveys. Harvey, what's his like name? Doctor Harvey. Harvey. Like an infomercial about how he is a he's a ghost therapist. He's a ghost therapist. Um, I'm sorry, living impaired therapist. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, there's a real And she they the newscaster describes his daughter as a loner and Casper's like I need her to be my friend. So he transmits himself to Kerrigan's TV to advertise for this. She sees it, she calls them. He goes there and you know, they meet the ghosts and he helps them out. There's lots of like adventures in between. Chaos ensues. Casper and Cat meet, dance, kiss, can, the end. Can I keep you? Good job. 
Okay. She's actually kind of a creepy line. I but, know. Okay. Uh, I, I want to like, delve I into would, that. I was going to say that. I, so the line that Serena just said is, can I keep you? And I remember like vividly as a child, this being so like peak romantic peak romance yeah peak like like that line like you just heart melting right yeah and then i'm thinking about it i'm like what the hell does that even mean right like (laughs) she's staying forever in the house or i'm gonna haunt you forever right I'm going to... Or I'm going to kill you so you can be a ghost with me? Right. Like, I don't... I didn't think about that. I don't know what that means. Yeah. And then, I guess he repeats it so... Because she doesn't know who she's dancing with. Right. It's and the it's the indicator that of, she knows that it's, it's Casper. Casper. But... It's creepy. It's it cute, but it's not. And so when we all watched this... I don't know when the last time you both watched it, but... Years. It has been years we, we since identified I've watched it. It's probably not since the 90s, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So we identified with... The 12-year-olds. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now watching it, we're like, not necessarily identifying with the elder. With the father. With the father, but. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's Little Mermaid all over again, guys. (laughs) No, no. Well, because he. Yeah. (laughs) No, because Kat was a responsible person. Like, you never were That was very 12-year-old, 13-year-old appropriate. Like, even even when they were dancing, there was still room for Jesus. Like. (laughs) (laughs) All um, right, so all right, so as yes, is his name Pat? What? What's Doctor Harvey's first name? James John James, James. because that you know how I I know Dr. that because James it's Bill Pullman's Harvey. middle name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we? All right, mm-hmm. Bill Pullman. Yeah, have Bill you seen Pullman. The He's like no. Oh, but I've seen lots. Of, I just I uh, love I love him. Bill Pullman slash Baxter. Yeah, love him. There's so something great. about Bill Pullman that gives me um Robin Williams vibes. Something in his mannerisms. Mm. And actually, I couldn't place it for the longest time. So I've seen Casper a hundred times probably because we had, you know, the VHS. And I was watching season two of The Sinner. I believe it's season two. And I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. It's Bill Pullman with a beard. Yeah. Mm. But I couldn't place it. And the way he speaks and his mannerisms and the way he acts, I was like, oh, my God. This is why I know, feel like I know this man because I watched Casper growing up a hundred times while right. you while you were sleeping. Oh, the while newsies. You were sleeping. Oh, newsies. Oh, no, Independence Day. Independence Day. Oh yeah, of course. I need to do a, I need to do a full spaceballs. Everybody. Yeah, I mean he's he's a millennial classic. Oh, he really is. Oh, yes. My gosh. Anyway, all right. So um, yeah, how do we like it, guys? As adults. As adults. So it gave me. Nostalgia vibes. Of course. Yep, definitely. As an adult, I thought there were some plot things lacking. Holes? Yeah. Well, it wasn't even plot holes. It was just there was a lot of convenience. Yeah. There was a lot of like really quick exposition. Okay, boom. Like we're moving into this part of the plot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But the pacing I thought was actually really, really good. Yep. And I kind of forgave the silliness of the plot and like the, oh, suddenly there's this Lazarus machine that hasn't been mentioned for an hour and suddenly that's the premise. And So I agree with you. And I was starting to write questions that I was having. Like, who are these uncles and why? Oh my God. I had like, I wrote like a dissertation on like, okay. This family. Why are there three adult uncles who all live in the like they have they share a bedroom, but Casper right. has his own room. Don't know why. Yep. Did they all die in the house, but his parents didn't? Why are his why are they there, but he the parents aren't? Yeah. And then like 
One Kerrigan's father was sitting on this house for 50 years. Why did he buy it in the first place? Why didn't he fix it up? Why didn't he do anything? Yeah, but was Kerrigan, know it was, related was Kerrigan related to this yeah. family? Yeah. I, I was like, was I went into here. all this history and I'm like, okay, no, none of this yeah. matters. Yeah. None of this is going to be answered. It's yeah. fine. We're not going to so, so the answer I allowed myself to accept so I can yep. move on from this, Casper doesn't remember who he is mm-hmm. until he's like, given like I think it was the reminders the reminders and that kind of thing and even when James Harvey dies he doesn't remember even that he has a daughter who he is until he's reminded yeah so I think this is my explanation for myself that like the uncles and Casper to some point have been dead for so long that they don't really remember who they are. So right. he just they've just picked this house. It's fun to haunt. They have a great time. They use Casper as like Cinderella slave. Yeah. Well, no, but they their names are on the bed. They could have added that. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. We should I'm sure we could find something online with well, theories at least. I don't know. Like they I don't think they this I think it's it was all explained. added information for the movie i don't even think this stuff is in the like the original cartoons no. or anything no, either I, so i don't know no they added like they added like his how he died casper mm. um having said that he seemed younger than 12 i yeah. always that was one of my first notes is every time i watch this i read this kid more as like seven yeah and it it weirds me out. The romance therefore weirds me out yeah. because he reads so much younger to me. Mm-hmm. Like intelligence wise, no. Like he's he's yeah. right. he's a smart kid, yeah. like great, no problem. It's just the 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 image, the cartoon of him. He he's seems little. like a, a little kid. Yeah. yeah. And he sounds younger as a ghost. Yeah. All right. So we have a new set of questions this time around. More like, you know, a little looser, a little 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 easier. We'll get started. Leisure. Where were we when, uh, or where where were you when the movie came out, or when you became aware of it? Do you guys have what? What's your recollection of your first introduction to this movie? Uh, I can go first for this. So I, <clears throat> I don't know if I saw it on TV first or if we had the VHS. You know, I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, VHS yeah. or TV. We don't know, but I had the VHS at home, and for whatever reason, my brother was always down to watch this movie with me. So I was like, Poppin' Casper. Any time of the year. doesn't need to be Halloween. could be any time. And I watched it at home in my living room, like, many a times as a young. Mm-hmm. Probably got it soon after it was released. I yeah. mean, it came out in 95, 95 so yeah. then would, the, would it have gone straight to VHS, or was it in theaters? We had to wait a little while. I think I, it must have been theaters, because it was big budget. It was Spielberg, and, yeah. you know, it wasn't Disney. I keep thinking it's Disney. It's not Disney, Mm-mm. right? Mm-hmm. I didn't see Spielberg. Um, in the... He was executive producer. Okay. Um, but point being, it was, it was a good like compromise movie for everyone to enjoy. It is. Yeah. And I think I have a reason why you and your brother were both down because both me and my brother were both down. Yeah. It's because it had like slapstick type humor that mm. the boys liked. The stinky yeah. breath, the, the eating of the, the cakes oh, and he stuff. he loved the poop scene. The, you know what I mean? All of that that the boys loved, but it didn't go over the top because it was written by two females Mm -hmm. and it had a little tiny bit of, you know, 12-year-old romance that the girls loved too. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was a good compromise between girls and boys Mm -hmm. that could go in and love this movie. Mm -hmm. And she was, she was, 
she was a real 90s girl. Yes. Yeah. Oh like, gosh. I Classic. believed that she was that. Thumb she was ring. not, like, that, like, overly done up feminine type girl that you see in modern teen- teenager yep. movies. She was wearing flannel. We were talking about yep. that before, and she was yep. wearing flannel. The, the fashion, Just, when you see, like, her classroom, that was the classroom I went to school with. Those yep. how, were how people acted, how they dressed. Yep. yep. Ugh, that blonde girl. Oh God, forgot about girl. her until she came on the she scene was, and I was like oh my god she was like the it girl when it came to like the brat yes yeah. she was in several movies and played that character yeah yeah it came out in 1995 I was 10 so Serena you must have been nine uh yep I was seven okay was my brother nine. was six so that and I'm, I we must have seen it in theaters because I don't remember going to the movies but I remember getting the toys from oh Pizza Hut. Oh my God. There were puppets. Oh my that God. That I, they are still in my mom's basement from this movie. Wow. Yep. So Love we it. had the toys from the movie release. And then I think the VHS took a year after that, which we definitely had. Yeah. So. Oh God. Do you remember how long it took for movies to come out yeah. on? Oh, geez. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Um, I don't remember not being exposed to this movie. I so it was just one of those mainstays. It was just always on TV. I don't think I ever had I it on VHS. It, oh, really? You might have watched it at our house. I might have watched it at your house. That's entirely possible. We had so many VHSs. Yeah. Okay, this so is many. crazy. We, had, we belonged to a club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I just don't have good memory. I don't I don't like I don't have a good memory, so I don't I don't remember not having this in my world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, because we were younger that point. And like I said, I don't have a member of seeing it in theaters, but I remember the toys. So yeah. the other thing um, to note for me is um, I put it on yesterday to watch it. And my mom goes, oh, my God, I hate this movie. So I think it was never in my house. Oh, okay. Because she hated the uncles. She hated yep. the the bullying, basically. Yep. And she, yeah. got, which makes sense. That's totally on yeah. brand for my mom. So I don't think... I don't think I had exposure to it outside of like it was either on ABC Family growing up or, you know, now yeah. Freeform. Or maybe I, I probably watched it at your house, like oh, yeah. you said. All right. And so um, how, do we, how do we think this, uh, this held up, watching it as an adult? It, would, would, you, would you show your kids this movie? I would. I think it's fun. Um, kids being how old? <laughs> I think about, about 10, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or a, a little bit older, a little bit younger, depending on, like, the kids. I don't think it was too scary. No. Because I know a lot of, like, Disney movies, like, kids of friends of mine, it's too scary. Mm-hmm. I don't think this one's too scary for an older mm-hmm. kid. Um, there are a couple of bad words. Yeah. I was going to say, so maybe in the, TV, the TV version. The P-I-T-C-H. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, point being, that was really the only, like, no-no part. Yeah. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I wonder, like, what word she could have used in place of it. Like, the brute. I mean, anything. That's what writers are for. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's delve in a little bit. What was, did ever, anyone have, like, a, a standout part? I know I don't have, like, what's your favorite part anymore, but did anyone have any, like, standout? Right Go off ahead. the bat, and I know this is me comparing to watching it in the the 90s, but right off the bat, I was like, oh, and you hear them saying when she's in the interview with a lawyer, or not the interview, the meeting with a lawyer, uh, Whipstaff Manor in Maine, mm-hmm. or maybe it was right after the appointment. And I'm like, Maine, 
You would think that I would have picked up on this as a kid, but I, I didn't. And then again, it said Friendship Maine. And one of the things that I love, obviously local stuff, but when they're driving with the classic station wagon and they're driving into Maine, I mean, it must be up, it must be up in the, you know, down East Maine, like, like the Northern part, but like, it was so pretty. It was fall. Mm-hmm. There was the I ocean. Mean, it was beautiful. It's, it's a rule. Like, you know, haunted house is in New England. Like, yeah. them's the rules. Well, yeah. even, I think... Kat, them's the rules. I think uh, her dad goes, isn't it a nice house or something as they're walking up? And she goes, yeah, if you're Stephen King. Right, right. I wrote that and down. And Stephen King lives in, lives was, in Maine. Yeah, born That's raised what and I was going to say. Yeah. Like, all of his stories are, are based Maine. in Maine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah well, so... so Cameos. All of the references, all of the cameos, definitely never picked up on those as kids. No, nope, no way. Never. So and like that stood out to me too. The cameos of Clint Eastwood. Yeah, mm-hmm. love him. Um, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, Mel Gibson. Yep. Father Guido Sarducci. Mm-hmm. Which, as an adult, I'm like, oh, I know that name. Like, right. yeah, of course, that's an SNL character. No, no reference point. And then, um, who was the Ghostbuster? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. All these people. So all these Ben Stein. Ben Stein. Big names, right? Big names, but as a 9-year-old or whatever, how how old were you? 7. I was 9 and you ten. were 10. Right? Yeah. Like we're not paying attention to that. No, that was for the that was for the grown-ups. Yeah. That was for the parents who were watching that, this. And now yeah. we're looking at it with uh elderly eyes. Yes. Oh, so. they even did like um Mr. Rogers will on the TV yeah. for yes. Casper. Oh, yeah. 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 So my my part that kind of stood out was that the question mm-hmm. was there were a couple of lines the can I keep you was that was there buccaneers and and buried gold whipstaff doth the treasure hold yes that was like I remember that a lot yes. he goes what if she likes me what if she doesn't like his little like yeah. freak out yeah. was cute yeah. and then when they were talking and she goes. Can you hurt me? He goes, no. Can I hurt you? No. Which isn't exactly true. No, it's she, not like, true. He like drags her out upside yeah. down and I think the three uncles kill her dad, so. Well, no, they just let him die. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> How did they let him die? <laughs> he walks into a, like a manhole or something. It yeah. was like construction. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, okay. Were you but t- yeah. <laughs> the so other it. part that I actually forgot about until I until this recent watch um, was the, the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang S aspect of this where he cooks her eggs okay so <laughs> i love that scene more than the poop scene or the eating scene or anything else the thing that grossed me out when i remember this as a kid was Wiggly him egg. throwing the pulp against the, the <laughs> wall i don't know why I do not know why. I actually appreciated that because I don't like pulp. I don't either. And I think that that's why it grossed me out because I'm like, oh. Yeah, liquid can go through him, but. I think he by choice he he can. Yeah, he chooses what. To continue the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang aspect is his dad was a crazy inventor. So the, I think it was called the. Oh my God. Get up. Yes. The morning. What is it? The. Oh, God, I remember that scene. Um, Oh, oh, that was listed as one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, the get up and go, I think. Get up and go machine or whatever. The, you know, the shaving, the brushing the teeth and all that kind None of, of stuff. None of which really worked. No. 
Like um, even as for an adult man, like yeah. you're like, oh, that, that yeah, probably didn't actually work yeah. for him. <laughs> but that I like that. It yes. felt like a ride or something yeah. where I could see that, you know. So those it were. It was my... like something that, like you know, how Disney has uh, themed roller coasters. Yes, that I have something like I that. I always wanted to go on the on the spiral staircase yes. down into the basement. Yep. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they don't have a ride of that. No. But they should. They yes. should create it. So I remember. Not like we were talking about this before. You don't remember like things from your ch- childhood, but you remember impressions. Mm-hmm. The manor, the 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 mansion itself, the architecture yeah. just like makes me feel feelings. Like I love, love, love the architecture of this mansion, and I feel like it has. That is when I think of mansions. When I think of like, what would your perfect like you know mansion be? That is has been instilled at me at such a young age that that is where I would, yes. All right. So did anyone have any other like standout? Like, I know I had a note that even though the ghosts were cartoony, I actually bought the special effects. Same. I thought they did a really good job of interacting with each other Mm -hmm. because I hate when you can tell that they're not looking in the right direction or reacting the way one should but I thought actually that they did a their, good uh, job. Their tennis ball acting was really yes. good. Yeah. Is that what it was? Tennis yeah. Ball? All right. Let's jump back to the questions. How did this affect our generation as a whole? This is like a deep question. It's, very it's deep. arguably a deep We're, question. We're going deep here yeah. in season three. Yeah. I can't think of how it affected our generation, except I did read an article and- I don't I, know. You guys got pretty pissed when I didn't have Devin Sawa in. Yeah, the that's, what I'm, okay. that's exactly what I'm going to say is that I read several articles because honestly, I was trying to research the can I keep you? Like, mm. is that a meaning that I'm missing or mm. is that a saying that was said back then? And all references came back to Casper as being the source. Yeah. It might not be true, but that's all I could find. And the reason that led me to multiple articles that said it was a sexual awakening for many young girls. Yeah. And like, because he kissed her cheek. He kissed her, kissed her. Well, yeah. But like, it was, it was an adorable, I remember being in love with Mm. him as a 10, like, like that was what I thought was romantic and like the cute little dancing and stuff. Not quite a sexual awakening, but it was like, okay, for girls. yeah, Yeah. This was the start of, crushes and yeah. cute and yeah. I don't remember like and being nine and watching it but I guess I would have been you know and, and, and Christina you know what? Ricci to some point is she was she was a cute 90s you know yeah. normal girl yeah pretty yeah I forget how the whole thing wrapped up I mean I know I just watched it they on the way here um <laughs> they just danced they danced and they, I think they and danced Casper, he into a thing then they kissed anyway yeah Amelia scared. everyone ran away yeah Amelia came back can we talk why Amelia was in red though that was weird to me she was an angel or she supposedly angel. like you know but she's she was in red not white hmm. I just thought that was interesting maybe because Casper was white maybe maybe because there was so much white I mean and Christina Ricci was wearing white for the costume that's true so there was that going on at the same Ooh. time as as Amelia was upstairs and could resemble a deep love like Passion. a Valentine's Day ride. Fair, yeah. Fair. And I don't think really sweet when she put her hand on James's face. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I now at 35, like I'm like, oh, like yeah. I do that. I feel like we didn't talk about that, but the reason he be- he was a psychologist mm. and the reason he became into the the paranormal was because his wife died and he 
needed to see her again. And she was convinced that she was a ghost because she had unfinished business. Yeah. Which I didn't understand what the unfinished business was. Was it having well, exactly. a husband and daughter? Well, that her daughter was like, she doesn't have, and, and she was right. The Amelia was like, I don't have unfinished business. Yeah. You know, we have rules when it comes to ghosts, like accepted, not rules, but like accepted, like when you're going into a ghost story mm-hmm. of a movie, you, there are assumptions that, that you can make, you know, that, okay, um, you know, they're non-corporeal, but they can be corporeal, like if they're in, whatever, or, you know, but anyway, one of them is they're stuck where they died or yes. they're stuck in a specific location. And that was not in this, like in this movie, Casper goes to a hotel, like, you know, and Amelia, he's looking for Amelia anywhere. Yeah. I'm she's like, out there somewhere. Right. I'm like, what? It's unique. It's unique yes. in that sense. And I'm I curious, like, why? Not why, but like, you know, it was just curious. It was just mm. a curious little thing I noticed. As an adult viewing... There, there were these, the cameos in, I caught a couple of adult humor jokes, but there was less of them than I thought, but I don't think there was enough that it would have been like considered a, like nowadays there's a lot to offer for adults watching kids movies that yes. go over kids heads that make it enjoyable for adults. So I don't, I still think it's a great kids movie, but I wouldn't say that, oh, it's great and you'll enjoy it to watch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Other than the nostalgia factor. Yes. I'm with you on that. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention was there were good father-daughter I was going to say, the duo. Yeah, they had a good, they had a good chemistry, chemistry together. Um, I, think, I think they also had Casper and his dad were a good duo, or his stories of his dad at least were Is a good like duo. Is that like camaraderie? Yeah. Between like, the two? You know, because they both didn't have moms. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you have like the absentee parent a little bit and to a point, uh, Harvey was a little bit cause he was kind of getting lost trying to find Amelia, but they were, he still, they were solid. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, nowadays, no, a lot of, a lot of kids movies, it's like, oh, parents don't understand. So it's like kids versus parents mm-hmm. and it wasn't. No. Yeah. yeah. No. They were a team. Yeah. I liked that. I actually, that was something, I don't know if I wrote it down, but I, it was something I wanted to bring up. And how he really was like a loving, doting father, but not like too much. He was also kind of a cool dad. He was a, well, he talked about it with Amelia that he thought he was not doing a good job. And she's like, no, you are. And I think he was insecure about that. Yeah. And they even had, I thought there was a cute moment where she was like, I want to look nice. I want to look date nice. Yeah. And he was like, oh, she's growing up and I, yeah. I've missed this. And, you know, and she's like, how, and he's like, she's like, oh dad, you're late for that. And he's yeah. like, how late? And she's like, no, 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 you know, not that like, late. Right. Yeah. It was oh, kind yeah. of like a cute, like, yeah. All right. She's turning into a teenager. How am I going to yeah. do this, you know, new phase of her life? Yeah. And you know, it was cute. It was cute. So, um, we are going to add a question to our martini shot. Uh, so first question is actually going to be called the millennial shot. Would you show this to your kids if you were to have kids, nephews, nieces? I would. I think it's What's funny. Sorry. I don't know. Cause I have a bad time. Like, like kids are afraid of things now. I've, I, yeah. But I on the not, other hand, I watched I would, Star Wars when I was two. You right. Know? <laughs> like I feel like I would be okay with traumatizing a little bit. Right. So yeah, I would, I would show this to my kids. Same here. I, I definitely would want my kids to see this movie because it's something I grew up with watching, you know, hundreds of times. 
I feel like I would probably still, I would wait until there were maybe 10. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. But then you would. But then I would. Yeah. Or, or maybe just find the bleeped version yep. and show it to them when they're younger. Like, yeah. like I watched it at nine. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right. I would, I would minus, I, I, I'm just, honestly, I'm just like a stickler. I, it bothers, no, it it bothers me when kids swear. It bothers me a lot more than it probably should. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So the martini question, would you recommend this to the next generation? Objectively speaking, do you think Gen Z, Gen Alpha should be watching this movie? What's the age range of those? Anyone born after 1996? I don't think they would appreciate it. I don't think so either. I I, I like it because of the 90s fashion, yeah. the, you know, that kind of thing. They had a Polaroid camera. They didn't take selfies. They were having issues. Oh my God. I wrote Polaroid camera before I was hipster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I And I don't think it's a, the, the best example if i really wanted to show them something 90s it, it doesn't transcend things. the 90s no, it doesn't. no. And, and like even the cute even even the cute boy they'd be like why is he because he's 90s cute yeah he's very he's yeah. gotten the 90s hair and even he was supposed to be born whatever he still yeah. was 90s cute so i don't think they would they wouldn't like it i absolutely agree with you i yeah they wouldn't appreciate it all right so yes to your kids no to other people's kids <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all right, good first episode, guys. Yeah. Woohoo! I'm 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 loving it. All right, sorry, so sorry. for our next um, movie, normally what we would do at this point in the podcast is we would pick a random other movie, next movie to watch, and we would announce it. We already know what movie we're going to watch, and oh, the reason do? is oh. because somebody thought this was the movie we were watching for this episode. <laughs> I done messed up. So next time, we will be reviewing A Knight's Tale. Yay! I'm so excited. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. I love him. And I have not watched this movie since he died because... It hurts. Yeah. I don't think I've watched any of his movies since he's died because it does hurt. I yep. love... I was... He was... He well, was... Let's I remember just, him at his best, which is... Ten, a Knight's Tale. Oh, yeah. well, t- Ten, ten Things, A Knight's Tale, right around there. Yeah. yeah. Things oh, really yeah, took a turn. All right. So, thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com, or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So, until next time, we're millennials, and we'll see you at the movie house. Mm-hmm.